Hi everyone, I'm Tracy Koga, and on behalf of our entire Hue Productions crew, we want to wish you, your family and loved ones, all the best throughout the holiday season. And we thank you for watching Hue at Home and Hue Spotlight all through this last year. And don't forget, you can check out all of our content on ilikehue.com. But for now, sit back and enjoy some of the best of 2023, and we'll see you with brand new content in January 2024. Happy Holidays! Hi everyone, welcome to Hugh Spotlight. Well, we really have a powerhouse of female country artists right here in Manitoba. And it is so exciting to have one of the new hot artists, Emma Peterson, in the hot seat for Spotlight. <laughs> uh, it's so wonderful to have you here. Thank but you. you have had such a skyrocketing start. Uh, awards, uh, the Chevy tailgate, you know, recognition, all of these things. Um, so let's start with what it means for you getting all of this attention so fast? It means a lot to me. Um, I grew up in a small town of about 600 people. We had no cell service growing up, um, but I knew growing up I loved to sing. I wanted to share my music and wanted to find a way to do that. Um, so having this recognition and having um, this validation from my peers and the people who enjoy my music just means so much to me and it kind of is a driving force to make me want to pursue music even more. It's interesting, small town, no cell service, but did that really make you or force you to really concentrate on your passion and really work on it as opposed to maybe being in the city with so many more distractions and friends and wanting to have a social life, yeah. etc.? I mean, where we grew up, it was either you played sports or that, that was about it. I mean, we didn't even have a guitar teacher in town, but I wanted to learn how to play guitar. So my parents drove me to the next town because we didn't even have a place to buy a guitar where I live. Um, we got a $50 guitar from Walmart, and my mom had this computer that had two videos on it to show you how to learn the basic chords on a guitar. So I sat and watched these videos over and over again, and then finally learned how to play. Um, and then I would write poems in school, so I kind of figured out on my own that, okay, if I take these poems I'm writing at school and bring them home, I can maybe start playing these chords and I can figure out how to write a song. Um, so I think it definitely pushed me. I mean, there was really nothing else to do other than <laughs> that, so it, it, it got me into doing music even more. Okay, so who were your influences then? So I grew up listening to classic country because my grandparents um, looked after me when my parents were at work when I was young and they listened to all the old country singers. So I loved Johnny Cash. Um, but then um, when I was young, a girl named Taylor Swift came out with her debut album. And again, me and my sister drove to the next town to go buy the, her debut CD. Um, my parents gave me $20 to spend and I spent it all on that CD. And I just fell in love with her music and her storytelling and she really just became someone for me to look up to. She influenced me so much just to aspire to what she was doing. Okay, so we'll, we'll get into the Swifty <laughs> conversation, but the uh, Manitoba Country Music Awards, um, Album of the Year, incredible, <laughs> but Interactive Artist of the Year, can you tell me more about what that award is for or what it means to you? 
to me, interactive artist award would be just how you engage with your fans, engage with your mm -hmm. audience. Um, and I started releasing music in 2019, but I um, released a song then, and then I really got back into it in 2021, and that was when the pandemic was going on. And the only option I had was to interact with people online, was to post a lot online, um, do Instagram Lives or Facebook Lives. So Interactive Artist of the Year, I really feel it came from the pandemic with interacting with people online and finding those connections. And I feel like it really has now resonated with me. Now when I play live shows, it's so nice to meet people and meet like young, younger kids who want to do the same thing and come talk to me afterwards because they've seen me on my online presence. Oh, and then that is so important now, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be out there. Okay, so going from playing your guitar in front of a computer, learning on YouTube, to having now a band and collaborating, not only with musicians, but songwriters. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to get into the big hit single, Got It Back. Yeah. Tell us the story behind that that has a tie-in with Nashville. Yeah, so Got It Back was a song that was actually pitched to me. So that's when um, really great writers will send you a song and say, hey, I think you should record this. Um, so I'm definitely a songwriter at heart, so I was sent this song last year, um, early in the year, by my producer David Thompson. Um, and I sat on it for a little bit because the story of the song, I just wasn't sure, um, sure if it resonated with me. And as I listened to the song more, I found that the song was very empowering. And the song is about finding your individual self again, um, kind of maybe you came into a part of your life where you lost a bit of yourself and kind of getting that confidence back. Um, so I listened to it a little bit and I thought, you know what, this really resonates with me right now and it was something I wanted to record. Um, and just having such phenomenal writers on this song um, made me want to record it even more. <laughs> so having said that, are you going to Nashville? Yeah, I actually just went to Nashville in November and recorded, um, or not recorded, wrote a lot of music. Um, so now we're in the phase of recording that music. So. Um, I'm still um, working with a guy here in Winnipeg and then as well in Nashville, so hopefully, I know I just released a song, but we're still working on new stuff. <laughs> it, always, it has to keep coming and coming. Yeah. For you, what was the Nashville experience like? Um, I went to Nashville in 2019, and I mm -hmm. feel like it was very intimidating for me for being <laughs> such a small town girl. I took my mom with me because I thought, you know, I should just bring someone just because yes. I wasn't sure. Um, and then I went back again last year, and it really is just so inspiring being in a town that everyone is there to make music and write music and has the same goal and same dream in mind. Um, and I feel like I came back just inspired and wanting to write more and figure out how to kind of invent myself in a way that um, could resonate with more people. All right, so you did mention, I think, Taylor Swift. Yes. <laughs> and we just found out that we both were at the same concert yeah. in Minneapolis, and it was amazing. So good. What was it like for you seeing your idol there on stage? Six feet away. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was in shock for most of the concert. I remember I went with one of my friends who's also a major Swifty, and she told me she's like Emma. Like I would look at you or try to talk to you, and it just like I I couldn't couldn't even hear what anyone else was saying. I just was so focused on what she was doing and trying to get a video or when she walked past, trying to like wave or scream or do whatever. But it was so much fun and it was so inspiring. I mean, she sang for three and a half hours, mm -hmm. which I feel like seems impossible for anyone else. Like, I mean, if you asked me to sing somewhere for three and a half hours, I'm not sure if I have <laughs> the vocal stamina to do that, but somehow she well, it's does. It's all training. Yes. Okay, so what was your takeaway as an artist? I mean, you know, and now you've had a lot of time to digest everything mm -hmm. of that whole event. 
Is there anything that you might take from Taylor and make it Emma? I feel like after watching Taylor, it is, um, to me, like whatever is authentic to you will resonate with your audience, and whatever's mm -hmm. true to you will resonate with your audience. And when she wrote her songs, they were because of situations that happened in her life and meant something to her. And I feel like when I watched that, it, it meant something to me. So you know what, if I keep releasing music that's from my heart and um, I feel like it's authentic to myself. I feel like that will then resonate with other people. Um, as well as just her connection with her fans. Um, it really shows just how important um, connecting with your fans, being kind to your fans is. Um, she has an incredible connection with everyone. Who, Whenever you go to see her, you truly feel like you're her friend and she c truly cares. So I think that's really important. Aww. Moving into the future, what can we expect from Emma Peterson? Definitely more music. Um, I mean, August, I'm hopefully doing vocals on some new songs. Um, more music, um, some performances. Um, I'm singing at a few festivals this summer that I'm very excited about. And um, yeah, oh. definitely more. I was going to mention Country Fest, Dauphin yes. Country Fest. How was that? Like, oh I mean, gosh. that was like that opening up for. I, we opened, we were on the Balancia stage. We opened up for Corey Marks, who's an amazing, like, country kind of rock. Um, singer and the same day Walker Hayes was playing and Robin Ottolini so these great phenomenal country artists so we had a chance to play there and it was so much fun and just that environment everyone's everyone's going there to have a good time mm -hmm. and listen to country music and dance so it really just was what you think it was and it was so good. <laughs> oh well we're so happy for you and I know that you never mentioned your hometown. Yeah. And it is? My hometown is Winnipeg Osis, Manitoba and it is about four and a half hours north of here. I know where it is. You do? Yes, I do. And I think they should have a billboard. <laughs> well, I will they tell them. Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, when you make it big in Nashville, maybe you open up for Taylor Swift. That definitely calls for a billboard. Yes, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it now. Okay, so don't go away. Emma will be back and she'll be performing her brand new hit single. But right now, I have an interview with a great artist. He's a producer, singer, songwriter, and he's doing a lot to give voice to the BIPOC community in the music industry. Hello, Francis. Welcome to Spotlight. It's great to meet you, and the subject is music. But I do love your last name, Aravalo. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, yay. No, that's a beautiful last name. I love it. And Thank you. talking about I guess the culture of music is really important too, I think, especially for you, uh, when it comes to what color we are, what the music we bring to everybody, and of course, having the opportunity to make music, which I think is so important for artists across the board. So Francis, for yourself, share your story on how you came to be where you are today, rapper, producer, and creator of an incredible business. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, I started uh, in the music industry as an artist first and primarily a rapper um, uh, and it later on became a producer. And my love for music starts um, with my with my family. Um, I'm Filipino and what is commonly uh, said, known and experienced by Filipinos is a love for music. And that's definitely the case with my family and my upbringing. Um, over the years, I've yeah been an artist, a, a rapper. I learned to sing at some point, which I'm really <laughs> excited to add to the to the <laughs> toolkit. Um, but yeah, I found my way 
working through the industry in, in a couple different roles. And, and today I, I have the, uh, the privilege and the honor to be working full time in the industry, wearing a bunch of different hats. Um, but being an artist first and foremost will always be what fuels all of the work. Well, and we'll get into the business part of it because that's a, a really great story. But I want to know, Francis, right now, quickly, when you're telling your story, there had to be people along the way that helped you. And I guess we use the word mentor, uh, but I think it, it goes far beyond that because you have to have trust, I believe, and especially in the business of music and entertainment, uh, people that think alike. Uh, so who were these people? Were they Filipino? Were they people of color? Mm -hmm. You know, when I when I think of some key figures, especially along the, the path of navigating the music industry, you know, I look to my peers first. I look to the people that I came up in community with that over time, uh, you know, developed their own artists and production careers or uh, found their own way working in different parts of the music industry. But there was a sense of kinship that informed a lot of our community building, which became the root of our creative and professional collaboration. So um, really, I have to give a shout out first to the people that I started my music career explorations uh, with, um, who I get to still call um, collaborators and, uh, and professional peers uh, to this day. Wow, amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the business end of it, you are a big supporter of the BIPOC community, especially getting their music out and support. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the whole business and of what you've created. Mm -hmm. So um, the company that I've started is called Uido, and Uido is a word in Tagalog that means ear for music, which means ear for music or playing by ear. And I chose that as the company name because it was something about the way that it related to how I moved through the industry as um, someone that didn't necessarily have the blueprint or quote unquote, the sheet music of navigating the music business side of the industry. Um, because I saw that reflected in so many of my peers um, uh, experiences as well. And so we started as a consulting um, company that just offered uh, a la carte services to artists. Over time, we started to manage certain artists and we still offer the uh, a la carte services in terms of grant writing, in terms of um, specific support for, let's say, a, an, an album rollout, um, because we wanted to keep that accessibility um, built into the company, as well as recognizing that an artist might not need a manager. Uh, sometimes they might just need someone to talk to. And I wanted to be part of um, affirming that work and also creating an ecosystem wherein other artists and um, other industry professionals can uh, offer their services uh, to other independent artists prioritizing BIPOC artists in the industry. Oh, that is so wonderful to hear. And I'm sure the feedback has been really great for you. You know, honestly, it's it's been so, um, so supportive. Uh, and and uh, the progress that we've made in a short amount of time is incredible, but it's definitely in large part due to the community support that we've gotten um feedback uh just sharing our work with each other um you know up to this point we've had pretty much zero dollars put towards marketing it's more about just <laughs> it's just been doing doing the work well doing good work and having um 
community relationships that uh, support each other. Oh, I, I hear you. I, I think, like, yeah, we both are on the same page. What I do, too, mm -hmm. is the same thing. And it's like my payback is meeting people like yourself and sharing your story. Okay, so now let's talk about the music because, yeah, <laughs> there is also the music side, too, as well. Mm -hmm. uh, your new single sounds like, it sounds like a Jay-Z production. I, I, you know, I, I'm serious. I was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. But I guess that's the whole beauty now of being able to make music. But you yourself, though, you've trained yourself to sing. So what, uh, what makes you passionate about music today? Mm, I think first and foremost, I think of music as a form of, of expression first as rather than uh, a product that needs to be packaged and sold in the industry. And I think um, as long as I can hold on to that as a core um, reason for dedicating my life to music, um, I'm, I think I'll be okay as I navigate uh, the industry. Um, I think music is a powerful means. I mean, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, Jay-Z as, as a, example of someone who can storytell and and put his dreams and plans into a song um, while also doing things um, on the business side mm -hmm. that can facilitate those dreams coming true so I do think of my business pursuits as well as my creative and mu musical pursuits as being connected to the same root of uh, purpose and that being to serve um, to serve other people and to uh, build the, the life that I can feel proud of living. What do you think of artists today, Francis? And I mean, you are a producer too and, and mm. an artist yourself, but the young and up and coming artists, where mm. do you see music going? Oh, where do I see music going? That's a great question. Um, that is a great question. I think at least from what I can see of the the young artists, um, whether or not they're in the industry or not, or pursuing a career um, as an artist in that way, uh, I can see people gravitating to music as a form of um, understanding themselves, as a form of telling their stories through a creative medium. Um, I can also see it as an escape sometimes because the world is hard and um, I primarily think of music as uh, a, a tool for healing and a tool for uh, self-soothing and uh, connecting to other people. And I don't think that will change. Uh, I think music will continue to be what it has been and that being a glue for um, communities and uh, a medium through which people can tell their stories and their identities. Wow. So you are going to play us or you do have a song for us so tell us more about the song and maybe a little bit more about the album too that's going to be released as well mm -hmm. so i can't wait is a song that's literally years in the making um <laughs> it comes from it comes from a place of realizing my own mortality and coming to terms with what role i wanted to play uh, in my own life in my community in my, uh, I guess, wider role in the industry. And that being um, someone that can take their sense of purpose and their reason for being alive and turn it into service um, and be of, 
of use or of support to other people. And the sound of I Can't Wait, uh, you you noted it being it sounding like a Jay-Z production. Um, I mean, that's a lot of the music that I came up on. Um, and that the energy and the um, the en- the energy of that sound comes from an enthusiasm for living and that comes from an enthusiasm um, for being part of an incredible artist community. Um, and I couldn't help but, <laughs> but create something that energizing because that's just how it feels uh, to find purpose in my artistry. And Heat Check, the album that that song is on, is is the sound of that same energy uh, over the course of, I, I think right now, as of this moment, it's 13 <laughs> songs. We'll see if it, it gives or takes. Um, but basically, Heat Check is a term uh, that comes from basketball. And typically, that's a shot that someone takes to make sure that they're still on fire after making a bunch of shots in a row. Um, and I wanted to create a song that could pay tribute to that specific energy of um of of believing in yourself of having uh energy to offer to yourself and to your team and to off off stage and off the court you know play this game called life and uh yeah i i'm really looking forward to that as a first body of work because it's it's about as close as i can get to putting myself uh in a nutshell oh well Thank you so much, Francis, for taking this time. Good luck. Uh, We can't wait for the new album. And here is Francis, Light a Single. Yo, this is Francis Cerevolo for I Like You. This is my new single, I Can't Wait, off my upcoming album, Heat Check. Listen. Now I can wait for enough. Now I can wait for enough. Now I can wait for it, no. 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 He said he would do it. He's so set in his way. When he says to pursue it, he's gonna show you the way. Haters won't get in the way. He never felt so awake. Later they'll say, oh damn, they did do whatever it takes. Okay, all we have are the words. All we have are the words. So have you heard? That sheep was running the herd, last one to leave. Know that we're coming in first. At the finish line, we will wonder what we've done for the world. Nothing is shirt. Except effort and passion for work. Pass me the mic. And tonight we go show them a verse. When nobody saves we gon' participate first. We can be braver than her. You're here. There is reason for birth. We belong. Let the song make meaning on earth. We've been meaning to have a meeting with God. Show them a verse. When you're blessed with a curse, we know yesterday's work. So what you heard, you know we do with the serve. I can't go back if I won't it, I've been it for too long Turn my back on my demons, now I'm a demon my soul Turn my dreams into really, really real, yeah, I don't know I only do what I want or whatever's good for my soul And I can't wait for enough Now I can't wait for enough I can't wait for enough Now I can't wait for enough Now I can't wait for enough said he would do it he's got something to prove watch him using the music he's got people to move a human to be a truth to uncover he's building a team that's filling the dream with the rhythm and vision to see in position to teach within him there's a mission to reach an ambition to be a leader with the team that we keep and the blood and the family that's been given to me to listen is free so relate some way and wisdom on beats offering this to eat do this in my sleep, really do this in my sleep, I wake up to dreams, not as hard as it seems, even 
of some years past, I know who I'm determined to be. You can't tell me. My crew's feeling real dutiful. Make something beautiful. I'm making mixtapes so I can rap at my funeral. This is for my day ones. I don't need vacations. I'ma live them days that I don't need to escape from. I can't go back if I wanted, I've been in it for too long Turn my back on my demons, now I'm a demon, my soul Turn my dreams into really, really real, yeah, I don't know I only do what I want or whatever's good for my soul And I can't wait for it, no Now 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 I can't wait for it, no Francis Revelo. Peace. Hi there, my name is Emma Peterson and I'm here with my friend Lachlan McLean who's playing guitar and we're going to play for you my new single, Got It Back. We always went to my eyes Don't look for you no more That dress you didn't like on me Hung it back off the floor I can finally listen to the 1975 again Don't gotta listen to your music and pretend But I liked it Cause I never liked it Well I got those bad roses Drove under my wheels again I got that tin roof bag of booze I fill it up with my friends I got that Saturday night confidence right Cause you don't get out of my skin Everything I thought I lost Poison chewing gun I got it back I can take a sip of Quello I don't taste your lips I can go out with somebody new And I don't miss your kiss I can look myself in the mirror And finally see me I'll never give those years back home But at least I got those bad roads We drove under my wheels Yeah, I got that tin roof back Both I fill it up with my
I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on BlastTheRadio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's BlastTheRadio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.